0: Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. So good to be back. We're back together. Oh, I, I missed, missed you. you. I missed I know. you too. It's been a long time. Well, I'm so glad Bennett stepped in. He's he a He did sweetheart. such a good job.
1: He did. And I was so proud of him because that really was all led by him. That wasn't my intention when I asked him to do the episode with me. So Sarah couldn't um, get together with me last week. So I was just going to pick someone to talk books. And he agreed. And then he kind of led the whole thing. So
0: I loved it so much. Thank you so much.
1: All the kind words were so amazing, especially for him to hear.
0: Yeah. So anyway, thank you, Bennett. Gold star.
1: Yep, we give him a gold star. He's an incredible kid. Yeah, he is. I'm proud of him. I'm a proud mom.
0: As you should be. Thank you. Such a cutie.
1: But now I'm glad to be back with you because it's It's been a really long time. And I know. What a month. And so many things.
0: So many things. We were like surprised that we were already at book club week. It was like, oh my gosh, it's book club. Already. I got to hurry and read this book. I (laughs) know. And it was okay, though, because I like zoomed through it. It was a
1: 24-hour binge. I'd say I started... Wednesday night and finished Thursday night. Like. It was one of those. went fast.
0: Yeah. It was just one of those books that it was like, I I needed to know. It was a good What was going going to happen. Yeah. It caught me and I cannot put it down. Yes. And we're going to
1: talk all about it. But first. First, we need to announce
0: August's book club pick.
1: August. Our last summer month. Ooh. We had to get in one more or a book Like we decided a beach read. Beach read, a summer beach read, because it's gonna be our last month of summer. Yes. So Because it's Sarah's favorite author. Yeah. Ellen Hildebrand has
0: a new book out in June. I know. It was I'm so excited about it. I'm actually I bought the physical book to read it instead of listen
1: so exciting to actually get to read a book. It's a treat.
0: Yeah. So you save your good ones. Golden Girl. Doesn't it sound like summer? It looks
1: beachy. Like the cover looks golden sunset on the beach. Mm -hmm. And it sounds really good. Takes place
0: on Nantucket. Of course. It's Ellen we're talking
1: about. Again, we're going to take a field trip there sometime. I want to go
0: there so bad. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Seriously, like it's like the ultimate beach paradise in my brain. I don't know if that's true because I've never been there, but I think it is.
1: The nice part about not being there is it is.
0: Yes, that's very true. You can keep it there. Yeah. And that's what it is. I can hold it in this magical place.
1: What if you went and you were like, "Mm, it's not what I had imagined.
0: Yeah, that would be disappointing. That would be disappointing. But it...
1: I'm not saying anything bad I about Nantucket. I think I still will go because I, I want be to so fantastic. bad.
0: This but is like her 27th book. She's amazing. And like 95% of them are on Nantucket.
1: And I can't wait to read more about her because when I look at her, I think, where in your life did you write 29
0: books? She doesn't look very old. No. She's like comes out with one or two a year at this point. She's this is, she, she is isn't. a writer. She just goes, goes, goes. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so I want to learn more about her.
0: I have been reading things about this book, and it will be fun to share them with everyone because yeah. it's a it's got a different backstory than her others, like her the way she came up with the idea and everything.
1: Ah, oh, good. So there's more to find out. Why don't yes. you
0: read the synopsis. synopsis for us? All right, here we go. In this number one best selling page turner from the Queen of Beach Reads. See, it's not just us. No, New York Magazine said that. And that's legit. Yep. A Nantucket novelist has one final summer to protect her secrets while her loved ones on Earth learn to live without their golden girl. On a perfect June day, Vivian Howe, author of 13 beach novels and mother of three nearly grown children, is killed in a hit-and-run car accident while jogging near her home on Nantucket she ascends to the beyond where she's assigned to a person named Martha who allows Vivi to watch what happens below for one last summer. Vivi also is granted three nudges to change the outcome of events on Earth. And with her daughter Willa on her third miscarriage, Carson partying until all hours, and Leo currently off again with his high-maintenance girlfriend, she'll have to think very carefully where to use them. From the beyond, Vivi watches the chief, Ed Capenash investigate her death, but her greatest worry is her final book, which contains a secret from her own youth that could be disastrous for her reputation. But when hidden truths come to light, Vivi's family will have to sort out their past and present mistakes with or without a nudge of help from above. While Vivi finally lets them grow without her, with all of Ellen's trademark beach scenes, mouth-watering mills, and picture-perfect homes, plus a heartfelt message, the people we lo- lose never really leave us. Golden Girl is a beach book unlike any other. From the beyond. I know. I'm intrigued. I know. Me too. I'm very excited. I love Ellen. Let's, let's do it. I can't wait to read it. I know. Did you know that Ellen does a summer book club? What? I know. I need to get on it, but you have to pay for it, and Uh, I haven't
1: forked it it out.
0: But doesn't that sound fun? That does sound fun. Read a book with Ellen. I would love
1: to know what her book picks were. I know. Are they her own books?
0: No, she chooses chooses other books.
1: Because I could do an Ellen book club, summer book club. Come join mine.
0: Oh, we have a book club. (laughs) (laughs) And it's (laughs) year-round and free. Anytime you can jump in. Right? We're here for you. Okay, so that's going to be really good. I'm super excited about it. Me too. Okay. and But this month... Put it on your wait list. It's a long one. The hold at our library is quite long.
1: 11 weeks for me. Yeah. I might have to... Well, I will probably have to buy it, but we'll see.
0: We'll see if people get through it. We'll see how fast
1: people get through it. Right. Yeah, but book club today. Here we go. Here's your spoiler alert. We're talking all of it. All things. Start to finish. All things from The Push. Mm. First novel. Amazing. I I keep going back to that this is her first novel. Yeah. How did you like it? It was a page turner. Oh my gosh, a page turner. (laughs) Heart-wrenching, raw, Mm -hmm. real.
0: So many things. Oh my gosh, the feelings. It was like so many feelings. I gave it four stars. I gave it four stars as well. It is one of those where it's like you, it messed with my head. It kept my brain working
1: constantly and I couldn't put it down. I wanted to know where this was going, but I also felt like it let's talk about postpartum depression. Oh yeah. It's something that needs to be talked about. Yeah. It's let's normalize it. It's not just some people, most people experience it and it's the change in hormones. It's okay. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with you. This is just a normal aspect of giving birth. Mm -hmm. We can talk about it. But I do think the rawness of this book with postpartum depression, they're like a little trigger warning.
0: Yeah, I think you need to
1: give that. If you're there or just have recently been there, this might not be the book for you to read right now. You might need to give it some time. Give it some time. I suffered from postpartum depression for all three of my kids. And I think if I had read this even five years ago... It would have been too much for me. I'm far enough out of that now. My youngest is 11. Yeah. And I love that it is normalizing postpartum depression, that side of it. But it's not just that side of
0: it. Even normalizing it doesn't take away the shock and pain of even listening to someone who's in it. Yeah, It's scary. Yeah. So scary. So just a little bit of background in case you're listening and haven't read. This is about a mom. Mm-hmm. The story is about a mom who doesn't have a great history when it comes to her own experience with her mother, her mother's experience with her grandmother. you know right. it's like so kind of a history generational of bad mothering experiences yes yes, not a good role mother right role model no as a mom and so her and her own doubts about the what kind of mother she would be right. and then experiencing it for the first time. Yes. You know, and so you're watching her experience motherhood and the comparison to her husband and her mother-in-law.
1: Right. The husband's mom was like the perfect mom who was always there, made cookies, just gave her whole life to her kids and was all on top of it. And so he had an expectation of motherhood. that His wife would be like his mom because he had a fantastic childhood. Mm -hmm. But his wife, so Blythe. Did not experience. It. She wasn't mothered. She right. wasn't taken care of by her mother. And she was abandoned. Right. And didn't have that loving, caring relationship. So no example. Yeah. And kind I don't of show her. really think it was her drive yet to be a mom. She was still really unsure. It was more her husband who was ready to have kids. Yeah. And she wasn't quite sure, right? Is that right. how you would That's look how at it? That's how I took it.
0: And she just really wanted to please him right. always.
1: And trusted him that if he thought it was the right time, then they could do this together. They were a good, strong couple. They had a great relationship uh-huh. going into it. But I think underestimated the toll of parenthood. Well, Um, and just, right, like the
0: different expectations between what I expect of you, what I, like our roles, right? We all put each other into certain boxes with certain roles. And he had expectations of what her roles would be and what his roles would be. And so Mm -hmm. where maybe she needed more help and he did not help. No. I mean, it sounded like he was around. When he got home, he would... He was involved. Yeah. But he was away at work
1: and he... Expected had an expectation because his experience with what he saw as a mother was his mom. His only experience was that he would come home and you had done all the mothering things and that you would love it and enjoy it so much. Yeah. I think the expectation on her to enjoy motherhood.
0: And what that would, should feel like. Yeah. Right. Guess
1: what? It's hard. (laughs) She had a traumatic birth. Yep. Like, it did not
0: go as she thought it would. Right. And and then the she connection, she that. watched her husband have this deep connection at the very, before she ever held her. And she didn't feel that. Right. She was trying. Right. And waiting for it as if. Expected it. You
1: expect it because you hear everyone else talk about it. Yeah. And yet it wasn't there. And she's like, wait, when is it going to start?
0: There's something wrong here. Yeah. Right. From the
1: very, very beginning. Yep just a disconnect.
0: And then she had a baby that didn't sleep.
1: Colicky baby.
0: Yeah, crying all the time. And then he didn't get up in the night. She got up in the night. She talks about how he wouldn't even like budge. Like he didn't even it didn't even face him. And so And that you have to breastfeed. Oh. And sometimes,
1: you know what? I know, you know, it's not, not, not for everyone. I'll just leave Especially it Especially when you're not feeling that connection and you're feeling like it's a job. Not a role.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not something that you're doing it, because it's connecting you. Right. You're still feeling disconnected. You're just, it's like, she talks about how her body was a tool and like all that mattered yeah. about her was like what her body could do. Could do for the baby. Yeah. And for everyone. For, yeah. Like she just she was, was no like longer. Her she was mind, the Yeah. Her mind and everything that the essence of her was no longer important. Right. It was only the physical part of her that mattered. Yeah. yeah. And she was dead inside. That's yeah. postpartum
1: depression. So it really was a vessel to keep the baby alive and going
0: through the motions. Mm-hmm. And it was like, she talks about like trying to find those pieces of herself that she lost. And so right. she would write. And it was like, she asked when she felt like, like, maybe we I'm could put the baby in daycare so that I can write.
1: I, so I can think for a minute.
0: It's overwhelming. She wants. She missed herself. Yeah, you know, and he was like, "Well, no, right? You need need to to be be the mother." But it's like sometimes you do. She was asking, right? I kind of felt like she was never her Her best interest was never the concern. Never.
1: It was not in that the best interest of the baby, and really, if the mom's not. Okay, the baby's not okay. Like, for the sure. best interest of the mother is what is the best interest of the baby a lot of times. Like, right, getting that little break, she could be a better mom
0: if she got that because little break. Because then the baby would come home and she is like ready for it. Yeah. She's had her own time, She's she focused had her on time. herself.
1: Yes, it is not the worst thing in the world to put your baby in daycare,
0: especially only one or two Even times a week. If you're not week.
1: working, yes, if you're working, it's fine. Do your job. Find a daycare. This yeah. is the real world. I mean, Totally. You do it. But even if you're a stay-at-home mom, take an afternoon. Maybe you need take that. Take a break. Yeah. I remember not having, like, anywhere for my kids to go for a dentist appointment. Not even going to the dentist for a couple of years because I didn't have anyone that could keep oh. my kids for a freaking hour. Could
0: you imagine? I can like, imagine that, Jamie. That's like, crazy. Like, you're get a daycare. It's okay. Yeah, it's take okay. Take a break. Yeah, get help. Take care of yourself. Go to the dentist. (laughs) And she did, right? Like, she seeked out uh, a close-by daycare that had an opening. Like, she had it picked and ready to go. And he was like, no. Right. So then what does she do to help herself?
1: Let's the baby sit in the crib and cry. Yeah. Which, A, you are not a horrible mom for letting your baby cry in their crib. I did it
0: a lot, actually. My, My babies cried it out.
1: Yeah. I did sleep training with mine. It's not for everyone. It doesn't last forever. And it's okay.
0: Yep. But she, he felt like, right? Fox, her husband, felt like she had let it go too far. Yes. And that that made her like the way she felt like he thought she was a bad mother. Right. Uh, For trying to take the time, right?
1: Yeah. uh, The fact that he comes home and catches her. Like, then she feels like she was being sneaky and in the wrong and she was caught. And
0: how long is this going on? Can I just say that no one, like, she doesn't show up at his office and, like, critique his work. Exactly. Can I just say that? Very good point. Like, she doesn't go to his work and be like, you. Your desk is a mess. What did you do all day? Yeah right you have calls waiting to be returned why haven't you returned them right like nobody does that to a person in their work office so why in the world is it appropriate for you to come home and pass judgment on what happened in her workplace being a mother at home the child was alive the child was in a crib safe when you left her there in the morning were you worried about her safety you shouldn't have left if you were yeah but I no, mean, yeah. not, not that there isn't valid concerns to be had in certain situations. Yes. Have an open dialogue with your spouse. Like if you're at a place where you're not okay, mm-hmm. then call me yes. and I will be here to help, right. not but to you judge you,
1: but to help. And if you can't, and she's keeping this a secret that's not okay. No,
0: that's not okay. This is, so that's why I'm like, okay, was this something where the baby really was in danger? I don't know because we're hearing it from her point of view. Right. 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 So was the baby really in danger or was she just like surviving and the baby crying isn't in danger. It's It's just crying. Right, we, I mean, it's not fun to hear a baby cry. No, but it happens. Yeah. Like and the baby is o- cry. It's okay sometimes it's for not, a baby to cry. Yeah.
1: It's not like she was doing something to the baby to make it she cry. She wasn't
0: hurt, harming the baby. And sometimes it's
1: better to just walk away if you're frustrated and angry. Yeah. The color purple. We yeah. all should watch that movie. Yep. Just walk away. Just walk away. It's okay. The baby is fine. The
0: it's okay. can cry and be fine if you need a moment to yourself. Right. Now, but. now, we don't know the details because we're only hearing her story. So it's hard to really make a good judgment of on like, what's, really going what's on. happening in this house. I felt confused all the time. I was always like, right. is she really like a bad mom? Or is this baby like seriously a really crazy? awful baby. Yeah. yeah. Is she like extremely awful? I don't know. <laughs> Even now, the book is over and I don't know. Right. Is the baby this way
1: because the mom was neglectful? was neglectful and didn't connect with the baby? Or was the baby going to be like this anyway?
0: Like it was just so hard that Nature she couldn't, the nurture, baby, yeah. yeah, the baby couldn't connect with her, right? even though she wanted to. But the baby connects with the dad.
1: I know. So is it just a thing with females? And they did say some, like towards the beginning of the book... I think Blythe's mom or the grandma mentioned, like, the women in our family just aren't quite right or something like that. There was... There was a comment towards that, that there's just something in the women in our life.
0: Right. Like, they alluded to there being... Mental
1: illness issues. Through the generations. Yeah. So, is it Etta? Etta's grandma. Etta is Blythe's grandma. Yes. And Etta had... Cecilia. Cecilia, which is Blythe's mom. Right. And then Blythe. And then we've got Violet. So we've got four generations
0: here of women. That we get to hear about. Motherhood. Yes. So they kind of jump, right? Like you would go and you would see. That was a little confusing. I did get confused about, am I hearing about Blythe's childhood or Cecilia's childhood? Right. Like I couldn't, I always would, I mixed up the two a number of times. Right. I will say. I, Yeah, that was a little hard. We kind of talked a little bit about before we started the podcast, and I was like, wait, I thought that was Cecilia. And you're like, no, it was Blythe. And so it was like I did get a little bit confused about
1: whose story was whose. The generations kind of blended together sometimes.
0: Right. The stories from them. But But other than that, like it was so interesting to hear like the way that Etta was with Cecilia, how she sat in her bed and slept and took all the pills. And Cecilia really was raised, or the most mothering she was given was by the neighbor. No, that was Blythe, by the neighbor. That was Blythe, by the neighbor. I thought that the pregnant... The pregnant neighbor... Was Cecilia's. See, this is where I'm confused. I thought that was Blythe. So I thought that was Cecilia's story. No, because Cecilia
1: was pregnant with the other guy's child. Yeah. And Blythe went to her and said, I know about that because... The neighbor, Mrs. Edmonds, I don't remember her name. She lost a baby. She had a baby that didn't make it.
0: I thought that was Cecilia. Mm. Because, because Edda had an affair. Cecilia
1: had an affair. That was. And then it. she got pregnant from that affair. No. And then ended up
0: leaving. This is, eh. They both did have affairs. They both. They both did. But I mean, Edda's is the one who like the man kept calling the house for Etta. And Etta was in her bed, right? And he, she leaves. She ends up leaving her husband for this other guy member. The, and they had all this money. And her mom was like a different person around this other man.
1: No, but Etta killed herself in the front yard. She hung herself from the tree. <laughs> I I, not Who don't, in the world is who? I think Etta was just suffered from depression and was in bed all the time. And she was really cruel to, um, Cecilia. She locked her in the basement
0: and... So it was Blythe who the boyfriend of her mom called and invited her to the house. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm all kinds of confused. I totally thought that was Cecilia. See, I told you, I got confused. Yeah. I always thought I I was listening to Cecilia and Edda's story. And then I was like, wait, what about Blythe? And then I'd, I'd hear something about Blythe Anyway, I was super yeah. confused. Cause was anyone else confused? It was a little. It was confusing.
1: Okay. To keep those straight.
0: I agree. I enjoyed this story. Like, I liked now, the story. Like even now as we're backstory. talking about it, now I'm
1: questioning it. I know. But I do think Etta stayed around, but just never
0: left the house. The house. Never did. It. And she was just kind of mean. And when the people would call to see where she was, she would say she wasn't there. The husband would say she wasn't there, even though she really was. Yes. Because she hadn't left the house in so long. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know where she is.
1: Do you remember Because how- she wouldn't
0: talk to anybody. Yeah. So he
1: just said she wasn't there. I
0: don't know. Yeah, and they'd be like, where is she? I don't know.
1: And then she killed herself in the front yard a very public way. And then Cecilia, she's the one who got pregnant from the other person. She found. They lost the baby. Yes. So she found out she was pregnant and she didn't want to have the baby with Blythe. Yes. And her husband, her boyfriend talked her into it, but she never felt like she could be a mom because of her experience with her mom. Yes. But she went along with it and did it. And yes, it wasn't I so great. that. So she continued dating. So she married Seb and then.
0: But that was Blythe. Had the baby. But he
1: didn't. Had the baby Blythe. Yeah. And then kept dating behind, kept going into getting dressed up at night and leaving because Seb yes. worked in the evenings and she would leave and leave Blythe home alone.
0: Okay, I do remember that.
1: And she was having affairs and going out with people. And then she got pregnant again and had okay, a miscarriage or, or something. abortion that Blythe saw afterwards. And then she was like, there was blood I in know the bathroom. about this because Miss Edmonds had
0: lost one. Yes. Okay. Right? Now, now that makes more sense.
1: Because Cecilia was still alive until the end of the book. Blythe just had never gone to see her or didn't know where she was because she didn't want to know... What was what she was like now? Right. She didn't want to know.
0: It was very painful. It was never like a good relationship. Mm -mm. But she was still alive. So how much of that like affects the way you mother? Oh, Like
1: you haven't been mothered. Two generations of not being mothered. Who knows what Etta's story was and what her relationship with her mom was. It doesn't go back any further than that. But Etta herself was dealing with depression pretty severely. Yeah. And committed suicide. And so that effect, that affected Cecilia, and Cecilia went along with the pregnancy when she didn't want to. Right. Which added, I wasn't mothered, I don't really want to have this baby, and I'm young, and I didn't have a great relationship with my mother, who killed herself.
0: Right. And then you're put
1: into the role of mother.
0: But the thing I think that was that really did make me not like Blythe, because, I mean, it didn't make me not like her that she was struggling with motherhood. Right, but it was the fact that, like, by the time the second baby came around, all of a sudden she was all in. Well, I
1: totally different experience. Yeah, the fact that she wanted another one after how that how awful that first one was, and it wasn't really that much better at that point. No,
0: she was still, it was still struggling rough. with her daughter and questioning. She kind of even said, "Right, like I'm saving our family by having, by having another, another one.
1: This is what we need to make things better." When you probably should have just gone to some therapy right there. Right? First. Like, figure this out and get in a good headspace. Yeah,
0: and instead of, like, trying to fix her relationship with her daughter, it was like, well, that didn't work. Let's try again. And then she, like, threw herself. I wouldn't blame Violet for being jealous. Like, it was night and day the way that she treated this baby she definitely to her. had a
1: better connection from the first second with that baby. And it you know what? It was natural. I'm
0: glad that she did have a better experience I the agree. second time it around. It was a
1: great experience to have after the first one wasn't great. But
0: don't you like think like, okay, now I've had this. I need to make this other relationship better. Right. And she really doesn't. She talks a lot about how they just survive each other. Right. And it's her daughter. Yeah. It's awful. I know that you can't like force feelings right like you can't make right. it but you can make an effort well and you talk about she thought something was wrong with her daughter yeah and there are things That's that true. lead
1: her to believe like some she had some that looks awful looks experience
0: and, in the within a playground with the boy where uh, she thinks she yeah. killed the boy right and the teachers at school are saying she's mean to other
1: kids and they've had some issues and the husband's just like this is no big deal. Kids will be kids. Yeah. But she really is concerned. Mm-hmm.
0: So there are some concerning things. A little, re- little bit of red flags. Yeah.
1: And she is chalking that up
0: to, is it really there or is it me? Am I making it something? Am I making this up? Where it's not. Like, am I making this bigger deal than it is? Is it just a kid being a yeah. kid? Am I seeing things that aren't?
1: And there's a part of postpartum depression where you look at every little thing and just think the worst your yeah. brain goes to that. So very well could be part of postpartum depression, but the daughter seems to bond with the dad. Yeah. So is there something with the daughter or is this in the mom's mind? I don't know. But the daughter says things like, I don't like she, my mom. She says she I don't hates want her, to be her my mother. Mom.
0: I wish she would die. Like, yeah, she said those words to her dad and it's like, that's disturbing. Right. Like it's one thing, like kids say things. And they say things. And they say, I hate you in the heat of the moment, but generally not in a thoughtful way.
1: Right. After dinner. Just out of the blue. Right. And that she just wants to be with
0: her dad. It's disturbing.
1: Yeah. There were some disturbing things there. Things that I would have been like, even if it's not as psychopath as in your postpartum brain are thinking, these are things we go and talk to someone about. Absolutely. Like the teachers brought up a concern. You have some concerns. Fox seems to think there is nothing wrong. Yeah, no
0: concerns at all, and that she deserved a better to be mothered better. She he clearly blames Blythe for it. Yes, like for any issues that she has, it was her fault. Yes, and And even the daughter talks about being very very small and remembering things that Blythe did. Like at a place where she probably shouldn't have memories. It's kind of weird. That. She makes a comment to her about like Oh remember yeah.
1: remember the way she rocked her when she gets yes. that baby doll. Yes. And that yeah, but so she has these very sweet moments with her with but Violet it and It also is weird that she remembers. Remembers those like these really early
0: things that you normally wouldn't remember that time in your life. You're too right. little. To to hold on to To those memories. hold on to that. And she did. Which which was sweet and disturbing. Yes. It was like, oh, you're sharing a moment. Finally. That is awesome. And then the other part of me is like, this is weird that you know that. That you remember that. Yeah. Like you, like that is kind of sociopathic weird. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I kind of understood like there were things where you're looking at the mom going like, yeah, you're right. She's weird. And then other things where I'm like, you're creating you're a problem where there is not a problem. A problem. Not yeah. Like, love your child. The description
1: of her tripping the boy on the playground and her mittened hands grabbing the stroller and pushing it. I can mm. see that. Oh my god. Her descriptions of that were so well, well yes. written and repeated
0: multiple times of that that push. Right. That trip. Like the calculation, how she watches yeah. her daughter. And she can't figure out what she's doing at first. Like she's watching her daughter look down at the ground and then watch the, the boy wheels running are turning. Yeah. And she looks at the ground like she's cal- And then she moves back against yeah. the playground side, like the side of the playground. So the boy can run past her. And like that is creepy. Yes, yes. Or when they're like going on the walk, right. And they're about to cross the street and she's watching her mom. And she's like, it's like she was going to ask me a question, but she never asks anything. She's just watching very seriously. Right, like a stall. Just the right time to grab her arm, to yes, make her very spill. calculated. Right? Yes, and that the week before she had asked about... Yeah, she's like, I'm ready for him to leave.
1: Well, the lights and how you cross the street yes. and when it's okay to cross the street. But yes, she did comment, I'm ready for Sam to leave.
0: Yeah, which is disturbing, a, but at the but same time, a, normal a very thing. common thing for siblings yes, to say about little that's babies. exactly.
1: And very normal to... Be irritated by someone at the playground and try those things out. Like I can try yeah. to trip this. Did she know he would fall off the twelve? Did they say twelve foot slide? It sounded like a really tall slide. And and die, or was right. she just like I'm going to hurt this kid? Right, I'm just done a i just going to trip, or I just want to see what happens. Right, but the fact that he died. A, if you hadn't seen any signs before. A friend died with
0: your small you, child, w- right standing, right there, right there. You witnessed it. You get therapy. You go and talk it out. Yeah, like we need to talk to someone. Yeah, that's a lot to that's carry for the rest of your life. Huge, right? You're at. the You same should playground. get help. You were sitting at the playground.
1: Yes, we need to talk through this and process those emotions and feelings, mm-hmm. not just bury them down.
0: Let's talk. Yeah. So whether or not you had anything to do was with like,
1: it, no, I think she's fine. I think she's handling it fine well she shouldn't be you don't even it talk fine. about
0: anything fox like <laughs> that's a traumatic thing her to do. like he didn't speak about feelings at all like when right. when sam died their baby died he did not talk about it like his way of processing was just like moving on and avoiding right. and ignoring and pretending it and never happened and he
1: said i think i'm fine and violet's fine but you should go get help yeah again it was her yeah she was the vic- she was the
0: Person with the problem. Person with the problem. Always, here. and it was always her fault. Was, she was. She the was person. treated that way in every situation. Yeah. I mean, and then how do you? Like, I feel like that doesn't give her room to heal Mm-mm. because she's always going. She's going to go home and still be the problem. She's still. She's always the blame. looked at as. Yeah. Yeah. You can't
1: heal when you have the causer that pressure on you that your husband, your partner, is looking at you as this is your fault.
0: Right. When you're already blaming yourself. It's like, I know that you had a different childhood, right? They never talked about her past. Right. It was like he kind of knew a little bit, but we don't need to talk about it because we're not there anymore, right? Like, we're in the here and now. And the here and now is fine. You're going to
1: be a better mom than what you had because you're a better person.
0: And it's like, what difference would that have made if he would have allowed her to be open about her experiences growing up and understood where she was coming from and and helped get in the yeah, same headspace But I think also her. part
1: of that was her not wanting to open up either. Yes. Yeah, she was okay she with did, it. Yeah. At the beginning. But she did
0: try to talk about a
1: few things and he'd be like, I know, I know. It was It's hard. okay. Yeah, it's different. Okay. You're different. Yeah. So when she did want to open, he was like, we don't need to dwell on that. But let's go to Gemma. Gemma. And... A
0: he had an affair.
1: He had with his with his assistant, and he went to lunch with his assistant and his daughter.
0: Big no, no, no. What are you doing? That was a dumb move. I think he thought he could do no wrong. Yeah, even when he did wrong, it like wasn't wrong. I don't even think he thought it was wrong. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like like there, he was. Every decision he made was the right one. Right. So I'm gonna have an affair. That was the right thing for me. I need yeah, and for. Victoria. You
1: weren't being the person that I needed or you. Or Violet, be. whatever the baby yeah, is. Violet. So he has an affair. He ends up moving in with her when he moves because out. Because she
0: tells him to, right? Like Blythe says leave. You should go.
1: You should go. But she doesn't say go live with Gemma. She didn't know about Gemma at the time. No. But at the time, come to find out later, Gemma was already pregnant. Yeah. So he moves in with Gemma and Violet is going over there to their house and Living she doesn't even know That Gemma's in the picture. Blythe has no idea there's a girlfriend in the home. Living in the house. Living in the
0: house. She knows they're not married because they're not fully divorced.
1: Right. But in the house with her daughter. Like right there. there, It's not okay. That is not okay. You need to know who your daughter is with. Yes. Who they're living with and who the influence is.
0: Like And and she never calls him out on
1: that. And that's a secret the daughter then has to keep. Yeah. Which that's not fair. No.
0: And she even's like I need to tell you something, but then she doesn't. No, she says like um maybe you know, she said there's a reason dad doesn't want you to meet her. Right? Oh, because she was pregnant. Yeah. Don't don't you know there's a reason? But she won't tell her what the reason right. is. Yeah. And so she stalks her. Yeah. Because she can't get any answers from anybody. Right. No one will tell her anything. Which I totally get that I you want to see. I feel like it's its own kind of, like, mental sabotage. Like, right. when yeah. you do that to someone, when you don't tell them the whole truth and they know something's going on, like, people do irrational things. And she was already in a pretty irrational spot, so you just he added never to it. talked to her about things, ever. Yeah. Yeah, like it was not healthy the well, way he treated she, yeah. her. Yeah, and
1: she didn't even know Gemma was in the picture at first, right? And then when she did, that Gemma was pregnant. Yeah, and had, a, had had a baby.
0: The only place she finds that a out is because baby.
1: she has a standing appointment, and she goes and stalks her during the standing
0: appointment and sees that it's a mother group. Yeah, and she and realizes pregnant.
1: she's a mother.
0: Oh, she's she already had a she had a five month, month old, old by the by time she found time. out. That's right.
1: Because it had been almost two years. Yes. And so then she does the calculations and she's like, oh my gosh. When he moved out, she was already pregnant. There was obviously an
0: affair. And Lost his job. He was she, forced to resign. But everything's fine. On. Everything everything's is fine. I'm not going to talk to you about it. Yeah. Everything's fine. Clearly, they already did not have a healthy Things were not in a good place. And yeah.
1: they should have separated. I think that was a yes. great choice. But... She then dresses up with a in a wig to go be her friend to go be her and well to her find
0: friend. out information. And right, I don't think she friend. went into it planning to, to be, be her, friend, her friend. But yes,
1: how creepy to turn that around and see him standing so outside,
0: scary. and know you're caught.
1: They had been texting back and forth for a year at this
0: point. A year. They had been friends, like close friends. And she's just... And I love, though,
1: that this was her time to pretend Sam was still around. I did kind of like, love that she could go do that. Like, there was some sweetness in that. That she could be what she wanted to be, Sam's mom, yeah. at that point.
0: But Which also is disturbing because she's internet. still Violet's mom. Yeah. And she never, like, acts like Violet's mom. Right. So there was, like, this bittersweetness to her mother But she wanted to find out about Violet from her Gemma's point of view. Yes. Do you have the same inclinations as I do? Right. Or as I did because I'm not with her very much now. Yeah. And when Gemma tells her, like, you created this in your head. Like, you've got to quit it. Yeah. You need to stop. I kind of thought Gemma was right when she said that. I'm like, yep. I that. Like, for a while, I was on the fence. I'm like, yeah, you have a sociopathic child. This is so sad. And it's crazy. Someone's going to get hurt. Someone's
1: going to get hurt. And if you don't say anything... Then you're going to feel responsible. She says something. And, you no and nobody you. believes you. But she said what she felt like needed to be the warning. She warned. But I think it's very telling when she goes on the field trip with her to see that she doesn't connect with other people. Yeah. She
0: really struggled.
1: Yeah. Socially. She was on the outskirts.
0: And she it was like she could never fool her mom. Yeah. She could fool her um, dad.
1: Yep. Her mom could see that there
0: wasn't. But she, her mom could kind of see through the because mirage. the dad couldn't really form a connection. It was all that's a good point. I'd idealistic, never thought
1: of that. like I had this great relationship with my mom. It was in his head, like maybe it really was, but it was surface, right? Like there was nothing, and that's what he had with. It was just evening and weekends. You didn't have to think about the hard stuff when you just pretend it's not there. Yeah. So, and I think the generation of his mom, that's what you did. You just pretended it wasn't there. Nobody went to therapy. You just pretended it wasn't there. Yeah. Dad wasn't having an affair. You just pretend it's not there. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Like, it's just a totally different generation. And so for Fox to just be like, no, things are great. Everything's great. She's a perfect daughter. There's nothing wrong with her. Right. Right. Something's wrong with you because you're not putting on the facade like you're expected to. Right? She could not put on the facade.
0: Right. That's a very good point. She I hadn't thought about it to that be way. Fine. Right? Like you need to go get therapy. And she wasn't going to gonna pretend that to her daughter pretend. was fine.
1: Yes. Yes. That's exactly. You need to pretend
0: better. Like I'm going to She tries to bring up with him a couple of times and I thought she brought it up pretty like nonchalant like non-confrontationally like hey like let's talk about what happened at the school or whatever and he was like would not he would not engage no and like i kind of think about that and i'm like she deserves to be heard half of half of like our own mental wellness is being heard heard. yes saying things
1: out loud and being validated
0: Totally. totally would be
1: just delightful we just, just validate need that. her concern. To Not that it's that, real yes. or true. We could discuss that later. Right. But I hear what you're saying. Let's further this conversation and together let's come to a resolution. Whether yes. that is you have postpartum depression and need help or
0: you know what? Our We're looking needs help, into our doctor. Or our everything
1: daughter. was just fine. I was overreacting. Yes. But you talk it through because that's how you solve things.
0: Yes. No, you can't just keep saying to one person, like, you are crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. I mean, he didn't say those words. Yeah. But he implied it many times. Many times. It's in your head. It's in yeah. your head. And it's like, then to have that game going on in your head, like, am I overreacting? Is Am I looking at something and making it more than it is? Like. Always second guessing yourself. Always second guessing every interaction and things that are happening. Like you can see her trying to normalize things, like when she finds life in the baby's room. That was creepy. Creepy. And she's like, "Put him down. Put him down." Like, and she doesn't overreact. It's almost
1: like she's in a trance.
0: Yeah, maybe she was. Violet was was in a trance,
1: like yeah, like she goes into these weird. Yeah, just something clicks and then she's sweet and it yeah. clicks out of it. Like, something is definitely going on here.
0: And I felt like Blythe handled that so well. Like, she knew it was weird, but right. she was just like, Blythe. But it's her first time being a mother. Or like, uh, Violet, Violet. Violet yeah. go to bed. You need to go you back to be bed. You should be in bed. Yeah. You know? And she was like, put the baby down. You oh, know? Like, so, so, creepy so creepy and weird. Yeah. And she's just like, ugh. Like, you, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, it was not like... She didn't act scared. She didn't act like <gasps> overly protective of Sam. Yeah. Like, it was just kind of like, come, go to bed and I'll come in and rub your back. Like, right. whatever. You need to go to bed. Yeah. Yes. And so she puts the baby down and she settles the baby bed. But how scary
1: bed. in your own home to be worried.
0: That is scary. That
1: your child could harm your other child.
0: And it's seriously, you sit and wonder, like, okay, so let's say it didn't work. Like, let's say that she tried to push the baby out, right, Mm -hmm. but is unable to do it. Like, she would have tried again. Right. And it makes you wonder, did she try in the middle of the night?
1: That you didn't know about? How many times has she been in here?
0: Yeah. And she just, and she's so, like she said, she's like, I kind of wake up before the baby even cries. Like, she preemptively knows because she was so connected to Sam. Yeah. That she kind of could tell when he was going to wake up. Or right before the cry, she would wake up. And so it was almost like, or. Violet didn't have a chance because she was so vigilant with Sam. I don't know. That's (sighs) creepy to think about. Yeah, that is creepy.
1: What do you think the purpose of taking Violet towards the end to see the neighbor that mothered you in the rest home? Yeah. What do you think this? I kind of feel like that part was to try to open her up to her life. Like, this is my story. Yeah. That maybe there was no connection there. That this is where I came from because my mom didn't take care of me. This is really the person who mothered me. And now I'm trying to mother you. And I haven't done a very good job. Right. And I want to show you that there, I am able to make connections. This Uh, was my connection. Yeah. And I know I'm broken. Yeah. Because my mom was broken.
0: Right. Realize it. I'm trying trying to do the work. Right. And I I want to be a better mom. Let's meet in the middle. Can you, you need yeah, to yeah, meet yeah. Me. And she was like, It freaked her out. Yeah. It was I like, That was interesting. It was almost because she is more like her dad who avoids. Mm-hmm. Like, we aren't going to talk about this. Right. And so it was like, instead, just shut her mom out. Yeah. Where maybe I think, orig- I think there was a time when she did want to have some kind of a relationship with her mom. Mm hmm. Right? Like how she kept the picture in her room. Like there were those moments where I was like, she just wanted her mom. Like, and she didn't have that relationship. And so instead she hated her mom. You know when you like love someone so much, but you don't get the love back, then you hate them. Right. Because it's those. Why are you doing this to me? Extreme emotions. Yeah. But then a part of me goes, did she want the picture because it was like a reminder that she got rid of the baby?
1: creepy Ooh.
0: creepy or that
1: to that she had it so that her mom couldn't have it yeah that to be spiteful
0: except for that she broke it and damaged it after, after. like when it was like her mom and her played this little game yeah little cat and, and mouse. all of a sudden her mom said i'm not going to play the game anymore i'm going to be real with you and i'm trying to be a good mom and the minute that the game was over she destroyed, the, destroyed picture. the picture picture yeah and it was like, no, like that was her. This is on
1: my terms, not yours. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ew, her daughter was creepy. She was, she
1: was creepy. But I think it's also interesting that even, I mean, this is the beginning of the book, the end of the book. Yeah. Here, Blythe is creeping at people through a window again.
0: Like, why does she
1: do this? How many things? people she's followed and watched?
0: And I yes think there are a few moments there's aren't there are quite
1: a few where she's just like maybe she's looking to connect with someone or looking to see how people interact because that doesn't come natural to her yeah but at the beginning she's looking through the window and watching this family she's watching her daughter she's watching and the daughter is watching back at her yes and at the end that's when she looks through the window and says I pushed him yes. Or she thinks that's what she's she says. She's like,
0: what? What? Right, say it again. And she. And so she keeps saying it until she, what, slams her hands on the window yeah. and says, I pushed him. Ew, that is awful. So did so you really? She,
1: did you really? Or are you just being spiteful to your mom right now? Right. Or trying to, to just to,
0: make her sad. Like,
1: she's crazy staring at me through a window.
0: I'll just. Fuel the fire. Exactly. I don't
1: know. I hate that. that then it ended. Well, no, then later she gets the phone call. So a year
0: later, she's trying to, like, come to terms with her situation where she's meditating and 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 letting go of the past. Working on herself and getting healthy. Yeah, she's trying. Yeah, and then the phone rings. And it's Gemma. And Gemma's really upset. Yeah, that's sad. And says that Jet... it's jet something happened with jet yeah and you
1: don't know and then it just leaves it there what i don't want it to be that the daughter is responsible for three deaths that we know about that we know exactly
0: (laughs) there could be more i know because i was like there was there's parts in the book where i'm like you're a crazy lady blythe your daughter you're pinning things on your daughter that aren't real you're making this all up yeah and then there was a part that i was like oh no she's really a sociopathic child. And then I went back to like, no, this poor child just never had a mother who loved her. Never made a connection. And like the mother never even tried. Yeah. And she just wants a mom. Right. And then it went back. Like the very last thought I had, because up in like at the very end, it was like, I really felt for Violet. I thought, She just did not have a mom who cared about her. Right. And didn't show her love. She wasn't nurtured. No. And then at the end, I was like, oh, Violet's a psycho.
1: (laughs) Yeah, total.
0: So I don't know what's real. I really don't don't know. know.
1: And I hate when the book leaves you hanging for you to decide.
0: I know. No, you're the author. I want to know what you think. Yeah, tell me. You would
1: take the next page.
0: Totally. Uh, Is there meant to be a sequel?
1: And maybe that's it. Maybe it's going to go to Violet. Violet's point of view next. Oh, my gosh. We need to know these things. Violet as a mother.
0: Oh, my gosh. It could continue on. Or does she go to, does she like for the rest of her life just kill people she doesn't like? She turns into a Dexter. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? I'm very curious and I want to know. Right. But this is a new book, so we probably won't know for a while yes when did it come out let's see it was released in january of this year okay so we'll give you another year right we've learned that it takes a while to write a book i get it i've never written
1: one so i'll give you a year (laughs) right she's probably like it took me five years to write that one you did a
0: very good job now i need to know what happens next right right I want to know if it's going to be a sequel. I don't know. Or if I just am left hanging with my own thoughts. That's going to spin and spin and spin. I would love to hear what you yeah. guys think about the ending. Like, did Were you left feeling like um, Blythe was right about yeah. Violet all along?
1: If there was another chapter, what would it be?
0: Yeah. Or did you feel like Blythe just had like some needed mental help because she was like creating situations that weren't necessarily real. Yeah. Like obviously the boy really died. Obviously her son really died, but the part that her daughter played in those, what do you think that was real or was that from a place of trauma? Right. Or was
1: that logistically
0: right? Like I kind of mentioned this before, like when, when Violet comes in, the middle of the night when they're separated and whatever. And she takes that cutting razor thing blade. out from the bottom drawer. Mm-hmm. Number one, she knew where it was. So she had snooped and knew things beforehand. Yeah. And then takes it home and somehow their baby gets a hold of it, right? But Gemma finds it before any harm is done. Right. So my question is this was something that I thought of. Now, did Violet actually come into the room and take the blade and give it to the baby? Mhm. Or did Blythe put it in Violet's things and tell herself the story that Violet came in and took it? That it was all her, but she because was telling Because she's trying to create a
1: that she's story not a bad about
0: Violet. She's trying to, like, solidify the story she's telling herself. And so she changes the reality in her mind to create this. Because that is a thing, too, with mental illness. Right. Like, you create a different story. To make it all. Something that you can live with. Right. The real story you can't live with. And so you create an alternate story Story, that's more.
1: It becomes reality in your head. In
0: your head. Right. Ooh. Anyway, I thought about that and I'm like. Which one is true? I don't know.
1: Ashley Audrain. You did
0: good. Oh, my. Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Such a good read. I now want to go read every interview she's given about this book. I want to hear. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, I want to hear, like, are people asking these questions or are they just saying the writing process in general? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'll, I'll do some research.
0: Anyway, such a fun, fun read because it, really it left intriguing. me totally wondering. It left me super on every side. I understood every side of the story, like every person's point of view. And at the same time, I was like, I don't know who's And right. then I still have nothing. I don't know. Yeah. I well agree. done. Yeah. Woo! Oof. Tell us your thoughts. I want to hear them. Okay. Can't wait for next month. Get reading.
1: Yes. Golden Girl. Get going
0: with it. And then next week, what's on your shelf? Oh, it's about time. I've got got a pile. I've got stuff to talk about. It's going to be good. If you want to reach out to us, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook.
1: You can please rate and review our podcast wherever you listen. That helps us so much. And or, and or, you can do all of the above. Send us an email at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. Yeah. And And we'll see you next time. We'll be back. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your book Club. club.